0: Welcome to Flashback, a podcast by the Okaloosa County Public Information Office. Get ready to dust the nostalgia off your sleeve as we talk with Okaloosa citizens who share with us how things used to be. I'm your host, Nick Tomachek. It's time to step into your imaginary DeLorean, tap your flux capacitor, and flashback. Hello, flashbackers. There's a lot of power in a name. My name, Nick, short for Nicholas comes from my background, coming from a very Catholic family in the tradition of admiring saints by naming your child after him. I'm no saint, but I hope maybe the good qualities of Saint Nicholas have somehow rubbed off on me. Some people name their children after celebrities they've admired, and even celebrities will name their kids after other celebrities, like David Beckham naming his daughter Harper after the famous author Harper Lee. Or Mariah Carey naming her daughter Monroe after the actress and model Marilyn Monroe. And that's people naming kids. What about other names or being name-called? Remember the phrase, sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me? I've found that people that say those are the ones saying it to themselves, using it as a tool to keep from crying or being hurt. And since this is a history podcast, I had to look up where the phrase sticks and stones made its first appearance. According to Wikipedia, the phrase was reported to have appeared in the Christian Recorder of March 1862, a publication of the African Methodist Episcopal Church, where it presented as an old adage in this form. Quote, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never break me. The phrase also appeared in 1872, where it was presented as advice in Tappy's Chicks and Other Links Between Nature and Human Nature by Mrs. George Couples. That version in the work runs as, Sticks and Stones May Break My Bones, But Names Will Never Harm Me. Speaking of names, once again, we also name our buildings, usually after someone who has had a great impact on others around them. We have a number of buildings in Okaloosa County that are named after such people. The Bracken Building in Crestview was named after Newman C. Buddy Bracken. And here is an excerpt from an address from then-Representative Jeff Miller in the State House in 2004 recognizing Bracken, said, quote, The son of a former Florida Senate President, Buddy came into politics with a solid base of knowledge. He had taught middle and high school in Northwest Florida and worked in real estate. Buddy knew it was time for him to run for Okaloosa's clerk office in 1976. Buddy's tenure as county clerk saw the office of the clerk nearly triple in size, and with his help, the office saw much-needed improvements in the smoothness of its day-to-day operations." Buddy ended up serving uh, in Okaloosa County as the clerk at court for 28 years. You'll still see his name on signatures of different county ordinances and documents. And many of our parks here in the county are named after people who have had a positive impact in okaloosa county we have the don and susan stillwell park just off a racetrack road that couple worked hard to get that park created after the demolition of one of our old wastewater treatment plants we also have abrams park named for a boy who died tragically in 2019 after being struck by a car while riding his bike in blue water bay we also have ross marler park over there on okaloosa island is named after ross clinton marler He's one of the last Marlers to serve as the postmaster in Destin. Back in those days, if your town existed, it would have to have a post office. So being a postmaster was a pretty big deal. The Marler family was pretty instrumental in creation and the development of Destin because of that. Other beach parks and playgrounds around the county have names assigned to them as well. You can find a full list of county maintained parks at myokaloosa.com. We have dozens of county maintained parks in both the south end and then in the north end. I've always been curious about one of the buildings in Okaloosa County though. One, because of what happens there and two, because of the name. The Arbany Pritchett Water Reclamation Facility treats seven to 10 million gallons of water every day. It's located there off of Lewis Turner. The facility was built in 2005 and was named after a man who spent his life serving the county, Benny as he was known, was a wastewater operator for the county. Here is Darren Alford, the current water operations manager at Arbany Pritchett. He took some time with me to remember Benny and the times they had working together. I would recently visited the plant to uh, see how the plant works. And uh, Benny's name came up and I asked him uh, to to chat a little bit about it. Darren, so this place is called Arbany Pritchett Water Reclamation Facility. And it's a mm-hmm. long word, a lot, lot of names. We'll, we'll go, what's, what's behind the name Arbany Pritchett?
1: The man, his name was, we called him Benny. Yeah. He was an a operator at, uh, <clears throat> for Okaloosa County. Started just like I did. I started with Okaloosa County in 1982. And I believe Benny started in the late 80s, I can't give it, you know, 87, 88. And he was a good man, uh, a a good worker for Okaloosa County and served Okaloosa County for many years. And uh, in the early 90s, Okaloosa County constructed a, a wastewater treatment plant, what we call in the West County. It's about seven miles west of Herbert Field, right at the county line, right at the Okaloosa-Santa Rosa County line. And uh, at that time, Benny Pritchett had been an operator for Okaloosa County. We both worked, and the operators at the time worked at the old Garner's Wastewater Treatment Plant, which was uh, located off Racetrack Road, prior to this plant here being built, which replaced that plant. But in the early 90s, uh, they constructed the Russell Stevenson wastewater treatment plant. And uh, Russell Stevenson was another employee here that worked in the 80s. And uh, Benny was the one chosen to go lead, be the lead operator of the Russell Stevenson plant. And I believe it was commissioned in
0: 1992.
1: So that's where he served for Approximately the next six or seven years. But,
0: so what do you remember about about Benny working with
1: Benny? Was <laughs> I can remember many a midnight with Benny and uh, He was a he was a talker. He loved to talk about, you know, his, his experience in life uh, before he worked with Okaloosa County He was the restaurant manager of a restaurant on Okaloosa Island. He always drove a black Cadillac mm-hmm. And every year at one of the dealerships around here, they knew him well Uh, He would trade that black Cadillac in every year for a brand new one Of course when he started with the county for whatever reason he got out of the restaurant business and started work with the county and uh, The black Cadillac he had at that time remained his car uh, I think until The time of his passing Because I I can't remember well, I do remember he had a, a El Camino at one time. Okay. But he white. still had no. It was a white. Okay. But he still had that black Cadillac, okay. <laughs> and he was he was also a, a member of the sheriff's posse. Okay. Oh, he was a great guy. Yeah, uh, men him worked many a night midnight shift over at the old Garner's plant. There was an area of the plant had an old storm pond there, and uh, you know at nighttime. It could get, things could get redundant around there at times, and uh, we'd just be sitting there in the conference room, you know, we didn't have computers back then or anything back then, no no, no smartphones back then, and you know, we just, that's how you get, we got you know, to know one another. We're sitting there on the midnight shift, talking back and forth, and uh, to try to, you know, keep, as part of exercise, I would, uh, there was a remote area of the fenced-in plant went around this big storm pond that was there. And uh, I'd say, okay, Benny, I'm gonna go out there and do my walk around the perimeter tonight. And uh, he would set up on top of the plant and keep an eye on me because he was concerned. He didn't want me to get way back off there in that dark area. And uh, I said, I light my my lighter. You know, I was a smoker back then. Uh, I said, I light my lighter so you'll know I'm I'm back here. I'm still going. (laughs) And he'd watch me go all the way around, wait till I come back. I wish you wouldn't do that, Darren. I said, well, you know, I got to get out here and walk around a little bit every now and then, keep myself active.
0: I appreciated Darren sharing his memories with me. It's stories like these that remind me that there are faces and lives involved with the day-to-day operation of running a county. We seem to take for granted the simple act of flushing a toilet or the water that comes out of our faucet. We trust it will all happen, and it does. Thanks to the folks like Benny, Darren, and the nearly 1,000 employees currently working for the county. I hope you will remember some of the names that I've mentioned here today. I'd like to hope that their efforts have inspired you as much as they have inspired me. This episode was written and edited by me. Our theme music was composed by Jason Shaw on AudioNautics.com. Special thanks to Darren Alford and Mr. Arbony Benny Pritchett. Thanks for listening. I'll see you around town.